This podcast is brought to you by 3B, the mental wellbeing company, hosted by Claire and Sue, co-founders of 3B. When you've got your wellbeing mojo on, you're firing on all cylinders. You're accepting of whatever comes your way. You are being resilient. We believe that one size does not fit all, and we want you to discover your own wellbeing mojo. So join us on our podcast journey, where we'll be exploring the many different aspects of mental well-being, and hopefully you can learn what you need to get your well-being mojo on. So we've been putting this workshop session together recently that's um, focusing on resilience, the resilience factor, we've been calling it. And we've been doing a lot of research and reading and reflection about this word because it's a bit of a buzzword and has been for the last, well, few years, really. I've seen it kind of come to prominence, but particularly in the times that we're living, we're reading a lot about resilience and what it is, the fact that we need it, where do we get it from? Are we failing if we don't have it? We need more of it. Um, So these are the kind of questions that Claire and I have been been discussing lately as we sort of piece this thing together um, for this particular business that we've been working with. But it's made us sort of explore resilience in in a wider sense. We've been looking at it in the workplace, but as we always say, we turn up to work as a whole person. So, you know, whatever's going on for us personally impacts on work and vice versa. So when we think of resilience, you and I, Claire, we often come at this phrase, and this is a phrase I remember you you sort of sharing with me quite a while ago, this idea of bounce back ability, which I really like because it feels like there's movement in there. Um, so... Where did that come from for you? Are you able to say something about that? I think for me, it was, I'd always said it about myself. It's not something I've ever gone, I'm resilient. Mm. But what I've said is, and what I've noticed about myself over, over the years is something happens to me, but I bounce back from it. And... I can have like a day where I'm feeling really rubbish or sad or any of those, what we would perceive as negative feelings, even though feelings aren't good or bad, they just are kind of thing. But for me, it was more this, okay, well, I can, I can come back from that. I can bounce back from that. That's okay. And I've done it in a work context and I've done it in a home context. Something derails me. You know, it could be in work. It could be I really wanted something or I was putting a plan together and a project together and it it didn't go that complete way or somebody says something and I just go, okay, uh, right, okay, well, that didn't work then. Okay, so what can I do instead? And it's sort of that kind of mentality. And I'm not saying I do it like that. You know, it's not a thing that's straight away. 
but I do always get there. I do always sort of go, right, come on then. Let's let's think about this differently. Okay, we're going to go with here. And then somebody said something to me and I just went, I bounce back from things. And I think it's that, I bounce back. So I'm never down for long. I can feel bad. I can feel negative. I can feel in a really dark or or deep mood kind of thing, but I will always bounce back from it as well. Mm. And I never associated that with resilience. It was just, I bounce back. And it was for me, two very different things. So that's interesting, isn't it? That you hadn't made that connection. Um, So what was it that, that enabled you to, to put those two things together? Is it from the conversations we've been having and the reading and research we've been doing or was, did something happen? I think it's because obviously we've been looking at resilience for, for a long time now and building that in with that healthy mindset, mental well-being kind of approach that we have. And I think it's because what I always thought resilience was, I realised it wasn't that. And I think that's where I've got it from. It's really weird with me because words have connotations for everybody. But I always remember in one of, when I was doing my NLP, um, was in um, my practitioner class and I was learning about NLP and the tutor had said to me, right, we're going to do, this circle of excellence and it's a model that you use and I want you to think of a time you've been confident and that was me shut her down can't because for me I'm not I had never been confident at that point confidence is something that eluded me it was sort of like out of reach for me and it was only through him talking to me and asking me different questions that I actually realised the word confident didn't sum up how I was feeling, but I have felt sure about something and I felt that I can do something. And that is that confidence. And I think it was with that, it's just by going, what is our emotional wealth? What's that all about? How do we look at things? How do we deal with things? How do we build that healthier mindset? So it wasn't actually us looking at resilience as a concept or as that label. It was all of the things that we've been doing with our mental well-being stuff that made me suddenly go, oh, I think I know what resilience is now. And it's not what I thought it was. Mm -hmm. Because if you turn around and say, which very often is, resilience is that strength it's that strong feeling that gets you through it's that inner core strength and I'd go I'd be like well I don't have that (laughs) that's not me you know but then clearly and I'm going but I bounce back from stuff and it's the whole concept of how people talk about things so I started to get there from really looking into what resilience actually is and all these years of doing it and it has took that time to go oh that's what it is 
now I get it. Oh, yeah, I do have that. That's where I've come to with it. Wow. There's so much in there and what you've shared. I'm just kind of really excited listening to you because I think there's a lot of things that hopefully will resonate with people. I think, first of all, you've hit on something really crucial, the power of language and how it can be such a huge, you know, debilitator for us as individuals, you know, and and how we interpret, you know, that whole thing about how we kind of like, we distort things, you know, and we generalize and we delete and and that whole kind of process with, within sort of information that we're, we're kind of working with. So we jump to conclusions about words and we often assume we have a collective understanding Mm. and we do it a lot in our personal lives. We do it a lot in the workplace. Yeah. Words get bandied around and we have this assumption that, Oh, everybody knows what that means or everybody knows what that means in this context. And this is part of this wider kind of issues that we have with communication and our culture, I think. But yeah, I think, so the power of language is really, really significant in terms of all of our mental well-being, I think, and something that we do a lot of when we work with groups, when we work with individuals, is go into that. We look at definitions, we look at meaning, and we're really big on, of course, as we always say, there's not necessarily a, you know, a specific definition. You've got to kind of interpret it for you, but don't walk about assuming that it's going to be the same for everybody else that you come into contact with. And I think there's something about being open to the possibility of interpretation with things um, and, and contextualizing stuff. That's that has such a, a massive impact, I think, on how we regard things. So your example about this word confident, wow, how revealing, how telling that, you know, it's kind of like you're hung up on a word because that's got something for you, you know, and it's like a block. You, you, you said like the shutter came down. It was like, right, no, I don't go there because that's not me. That's not who I am. So labeling and kind of understanding language can have such a, a massive impact on our mental well-being. It could be a force for good or it can be something otherwise. So that's that's kind of really interesting. And then this word resilience, I agree with you. I think for a long time, I always believed it to be about this pushing, powering on, you know, that ability to be able to, you know, keep on going, grit, determination, you know, and if you've not got these things, then you're not strong, you're weak, you're weak-willed, you know, you're not able to motivate yourself. You're doing life wrong, basically, you know. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. If you haven't got these things that, you know, it's kind of like that fail, succeed. And and yeah, there is, and, and what we're discovering is that as we read about resilience and as we apply it to our own lives and when we work with organisations, as you say, we've been researching this for a really long time. It's, it's about what happens afterwards, isn't it? It is in the bounce back ability. It isn't in the moment. There are times when you need to power on. There are times when you need to cope and struggle. But that's not resilience resilience is how you come back from there resilience is how you you know it's a bigger thing it's like a bigger package isn't it of stuff going on it's how you're nurturing yourself how you're taking care of yourself are you kind of working at that healthy mindset 
because if you're constantly in that state of stretch that you know that kind of where you're being pulled where you're being pushed you, you, you there is no room for resilience there because it's kind of like you're just you're just existing aren't you? you're just managing the stress or you're just you're just coping um so I think it's really important that people get their head around this word resilience um you know and that they don't sort of just pile on this expectation that oh if I'm not doing well or if I'm not coping well then I mustn't be resilient yeah what you're saying there I think that's the key to this all those words that powering on and we had this conversation yesterday it's that perseverance and it's like no it's not perseverance is perseverance resilience is something else otherwise it would be called perseverance and it's like there's a word for it it sums it up there's a word for strength that sums up strength and it's like resilience isn't that it's not it isn't that keeping going carrying on it's what happens after that it's how you respond to what is going on and then how you recover from what is going on that's the resilience responding and recovering where you go to from there isn't it yeah that's resilience it's not as you're in that like you say that stretch or that's that stress that actual problem or that situation that maybe you do have to dig deep and find some strength you do have to try and motivate yourself you do have to do all of those others but that's what you're doing that isn't the resilience part the resilience part is accepting the facts and then coming back from there or moving forward from there I think this is it for me it's what I'm realizing is that it's about that movement so it's about we use this word capacity a lot you know this this capacity for growth through challenge but also through opportunity so we talk a lot about resilience in the in the we frame it around things that are like negative experience we talk about stress we talk about burnout we talk about being stretched and all that but we can you know, it's also applies to situations where there are opportunities, but they're hard, you know, because life presents us with opportunities sometimes, but there doesn't, and it might be something we really want, but it doesn't necessarily mean it's easy. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, to have resilience, to have that capacity for growth through not only through challenging circumstances, but also through the good ones, the opportunities, mm-hmm. that's where that's where it comes into play for me um it's for me what i'm realizing more and more is that it's just a really essential skill set for life and it's not a buzzword it's not a term of that's something that's kind of beyond us or outside of ourselves i mean i do think we've talked about having part of building resilience is is, is being able to reach out and kind of building that supportive resilient community if you like and that is a factor within resilience yeah um but yeah it's not something and 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 there is something as there are studies that sort of confirm that some of it is related to you know some of us have got more of a you know it's in our genes it's in our makeup isn't it some of us are more kind of likely to have that mindset if you like or yeah outlook for resilience but I think it's really key to know that 
yeah that that's a factor and people's situations are factors yeah. Yeah. but we can learn it we right. can develop that skill ourselves mm. yes definitely I mean we we always talk about one of our friends Julie who we met working together like we did we met working together and she's always the person that we think of when we think of resilience yeah because she is she's got that bounce back ability for me she's really good at dealing with stuff but and I do think part of that is in her genes but I also know from like talking with her and discussions that she's worked on that she's really worked on how she thinks about things and what she does she really knows herself she knows what makes her tick she knows what presses her buttons so what she's able to do do from there is she's able to have developed coping mechanisms she's able to have developed things that support her to be able to move that forward and that I think is why she for me is the person that we always go you know who's got resilience Julie she's got resilience so it's why we always talk about it that way because she's the perfect example for me of someone who potentially has it themselves but has really worked on it as well Mm. and has struggled and gone okay how do I look at this and looked at it differently to what we call reframing yeah yeah so she's seen something she's gone there and it's not good and that's that's the fact so what she's done is go okay can I think of this any differently and she has done she's reframed something for herself and that supports her with her resilience And all the years of knowing her, I I can see examples of when she's done that and when she's really worked on that. So it's a skill set because she's learned. So it definitely is something that we can all achieve. It's not about beating yourself up, as we always say. It's never about beating yourself up over something. It's about accepting, accepting what's going on. If you need to reframe something, reframing it, you know, tuning into what the good stuff is and then moving forward from there. Yeah, and I think part of that is what you said there about having those support mechanisms, you know, the network, the people, and kind of knowing you need to kind of assemble that and looking after yourself. That's a key part of it, isn't it? Because I think as well, it's about how we nurture and it's cultivation, isn't it? If you think about a garden and and sort of like the the conditions that you need for things to be able to grow, Mm. it's just a a really excellent metaphor to kind of apply to yourself. I know it's a bit cheesy, but it it works, doesn't it? Because the minute you sort of like think about it, you're not powering on, you Mm. know, trying to cultivate a garden, are you? You've got... (laughs) you're at the mercy of you know the weather and, and nature and and the process and kind of you know the way that things have to kind of grow and develop in their way and I think that's something we don't always take into consideration when we're beating ourselves up about stuff and I think it, what you said as well about knowing yourself we always come back to this you know and this isn't about navel gazing you know and and but it's about really 
really understanding what makes you tick and what you're about, but also knowing that that's not a fixed thing. You know, that you totally. have, you have this, like you with you, your example about the, you know, you could have stayed stuck in that mindset of like, I'm not confident. This isn't who I am. Mm. You know, this is, so I've labeled myself and that's me now for the rest of my life. Yeah. yeah. Shut down whenever I hear that word, but actually somewhere in there, this has been a spark that's been ignited. You were with through this, you know, sort of person you were working with. You, were, but somewhere in there, you've got to have been open to that possibility, whether you were aware of it or not. Mm. You know, and I think that's part of it, isn't it? I think where we stay fixed, where we're not willing to reframe, where we're not willing to work on ourselves, because maybe it's comfortable to label in that way, and that's you know can be difficult, but it's familiar. So. Mm. Yeah, working at these things is not necessarily easy. And certainly for our friend that we're talking about there, I'm, I'm not saying it's been an easy ride for her, I don't think. But yeah, she's sort of been able to kind of practice those things. And as we know, the more we practice, the more they become part of us and, mm. and less of a thing that we have to force or less of a thing that we have to feel, you know, it, it becomes more natural yeah within us so yeah knowing yourself is really important um knowing your limits yeah yeah um knowing what and 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 knowing that things are not fixed and that they can change and it is really about having that growth what you were saying there sort of like there's there's a word that sums that up with me and that's that flexibility yeah and i think it is and um we always talk about we always talk about trees somehow I, I somehow I could always link something to a tree but that's my metaphor it's like <laughs> always link it to trees all the wisdom of ours um that's a whole different thing <laughs> but it is it's about if you've got that flexibility and we we have spoke about this before and it's I'm sure a lot of people do with resilience that tree mm. it bends in the wind it constantly bends in the wind otherwise you know it would snap its branches but if a tree constantly has wind blowing at it it will grow differently it will grow to the side it'll have a different structure to it because it's constantly been battered maybe from one side but it can still grow and it can still develop and it can still become this beautiful lush green tree during the spring and summer so it the situations that we deal with don't necessarily break us it's just about being flexible with what they are and what that means for us and if we are truly flexible then we can deal with things that that is resilience that's that whole point of being able to bounce back or forward because you said that you said that before haven't you I have yeah it's yeah I was sort of thinking about this idea of bounce back ability but it's that idea of what we were talking about being stretched you know like Mm. when you have an experience particularly if it's traumatic one or if it's a really really challenging one you might bounce back for it, but you're not from it, but you're not the same. You changed, you changed forever. Mm-hmm. 
So you're not really bouncing back to how you were before. You're bouncing forward. And this is sort of, yeah, what got me thinking. And this is why I suppose it makes sense for us because we're all about that, aren't we? We're all about that. Yes, looking back to learn, to help us grow. But we're all about that movement. Moving forward, where can we go from here? And resilience is something to be nurtured to help us do that. We can, we can all do it.